0: إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مدل الله ومن يضل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما I welcome all of you once again we continue in these uh, sitting in this last month of Ramadan as we share with you some beneficial information from the and that was given by one of our great scholars of our time al Lama. Abi Abdullah Muhammad ibn Salah al uthaymin Rahimahullah Ta'ala. From his work, there is a was entitled Majalis Shahar Ramadan, and it's on his website, Alhamdulillah. Majalis Shahar Ramadan, meaning those classes that the Shaykh he gave in Ramadan. <clears throat> As we mentioned to you before, the ulama usually they. Uh, uh, give uh, special classes and presentations in the month of Ramadan yesterday in the sitting our sitting number 7 today was number 8 is going to be number 8 inshallah but we read from the uh, 21st sitting of Sheikh Al-Wat-Ameen. for amin because Sheikh Al-Wat-Ameen, he was doing this every day okay Uh, And we covered the virtues of the last days of Ramadan and how important Who can remind us how important this last 10 days and nights of Ramadan that are coming after uh, Tomorrow actually will be the first night in this year How important these days and nights? No Are they important to begin with or not? You're looking at me and W- that was a question for you, all of you. How important nah? that? Because eh, nah. because there's Laylat al-Qadr. I know eh, nah. one of the important is Laylat al-Qadr. That is better than ten thousand, than than uh, than uh, than, uh, than a thousand months, eh, thousand months. That's what the ayah says. Thousand months. Nah. Now, the ten days that are better than. Thousand months. Laylatul to Qadr. What else? Why they so important? Why they they so important to us? The Quran was rebuilt down. Not al Qadr. Actually al Qadr is going to be closer today. So you're not going to give me something we didn't even do the class yet. The question was about the 10 days, the last 10 days and nights of Ramadan. Why are they so important? Yes, you're saying something. That's what I was looking for. The Prophet gave him a great importance. And he used to strive harder in Ibadah in this days uh, than he did in any others, as in the hadith of, who's, who narrated the hadith? Aisha. Ay- Ay- Aisha. So we will continue today, inshallah ta'ala, bringing the uh, striving hard in the last day, and also we're going to cover a lot about, Shaykh is going to cover, we're going to root to you, a lot about the Laylatul Qadr, very special, hmm? special nights. After praising Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala, the Shaykh, he says, My brothers, <coughs> in these ten blessed days and nights, there is the night of decree, the night of Qadr. So remember, yesterday we talked about the virtues of the ten days and ten nights, and how the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi wa was diligent. Uh, the Ahadith, from the Ahadith we mentioned to you, from Muslim or in Musnad Imam Ahmad or those that agreed upon by Imam Al-Bukhar Imam Muslim rahimahum Allah, and how the Prophet used to prepare himself for this uh, uh, 10 days or 10 nights the last ones in Ramadan and he used to uh, uh, prepare himself for that so much so that he used to stay away from uh, things that are permissible for him such as uh, enjoying himself with his wives and the like but he used to so that he can free himself and free his heart from being attached to any worldly things rather the Prophet ﷺ, he used to spend those days and nights in the masjid in a tent now, uh, so that he can be in the masjid and focus on Ibadah of course, the Salat, the recitation of the Qur'an, the dhikr, the istighfar, the Sadaqah, the Charity and the like. Nah. And of course, we present in these classes so that as a reminder for us, and so that we can learn what the Prophet ﷺ used to do in Ramadan in general, but especially in these last 10 days and nights. And He is the best of the creation. He at last sent Him as an example for all of us. His guidance is the best guidance. So anyone (coughs) who wants good, we should strive and uh, try to do what the Prophet used to do. Of course, we're not going to be like him and we will never be. We will never do what he did. But let us follow his example, emulate his example. And we need to learn what he did so we can, inshallah ta'ala, try our best, inshallah ta'ala. He said, in these ten blessed days and nights there is the night of decree, which is given preference by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over other days. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed this Ummah, Ummah Muhammad, with its ample virtues and bounties, many virtues and bounties that Allah has bestowed upon us. Aina. And we should be grateful. And thank for and thank Allah سبحانه وتعالى constantly. We thank Allah with the heart, with the tongue, and with the limbs. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says in His book, in the Quran, in Surah Al-Duha, chapter forty-four, the ayat three to eight: إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةٍ مُبَارَكَةٍ إِنَّا كُنَّا مُنْذِرِينَ فِيهَا يُفْرَقُ كُلُّ أَمْرٍ حَكِيمٌ أَمْرٌ مِنْ عِنْدِنَا أَمْرًا مِنْ عِنْدِنَا Inna Kunna Mursileen, Rahmatam mir Rabbi, Innahuwasamiraleen. Rabbi samawati wal ardiwama bainahuma in kuntum muqeen, la ilaha ilahu yuhi wa yumit, rabbukum wa rabbu a ba ikumul awaleen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, and the English translation of Allah said, We send it meaning the Quran. Down on a blessed night, meaning a night of Qadr, which in the month of Ramadan. Verily, we are ever warning mankind that our torment will reach those who disbelieve in our oneness of lordship and in our oneness of worship. Therein, that night is decreed, in that night is decreed every matter of ordainment every matter of ordainment a command from us and from allah verily we are ever sending the messengers as a mercy from your lord verily allah is the all hearer the all knower the lord of the heavens and the earth and all that is between them if you but have a faith with certainty none has the right to be worshiped but he it is he who gives life and causes death. Your Lord and the Lord of your forefathers. Shaykh Al uthaymin ta'ala, he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has described this night, Laylatul Qadr, with being blessed due to its abundant good and virtues. Layla, that's a night, Layla, Mubarakah blessed. So, a Laylatun Mubarakah, a blessed night. Because there's a lot of good in it and a lot of virtues in it. From among the blessings of this night, <clears throat> Shaykh Imeen Amin said, is that the Quran was revealed in it, Allah, this great book, Criterion Between the Good and Bad and uh, Clear Guidance and Healing and a Light. The Qur'an is revealed in it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described this night saying that in it, every matter of ordainment is, pre- is pre-decree. What does it mean? It means, the Shaykh al he says, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exposed to the angels what is predestined in the preserved tablets, the Book of Divine Decree. Everything is in the, the tablet, Allah al mahfuz Okay, everything that will happen and didn't happen yet, and if it happened, when and how it happened, everything is written with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in the lawh al al-Mahfūz. But in that night, نعم, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala made to the angels what is known and uh, exposed to them what is predestined in the preserved tablets, the Book of Divine Decrees, concerning what will happen from Allah's command in that year, in that year pertaining to provisions, lifespans, good and evil, and more of every wise affair from the affairs of Allah, which are perfect. Professions have no faults, no deficiency or falsehood. And that is the determination of the Almighty Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So everything is determined. As the ulama when they mention that, they explain it. Everything is decreed with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Okay. Not like the deviant some deviant sects like the qadariya, the Mu'tazila, and the like. They, some of these deviant sects they said no, la qadar, nothing is decreed. Some of them, they even went far and say that Allah does not know what the servants is about to do until they act upon it. And if you remember, alhamdulillah, we covered this point of aqidah in the in our classes, the regular classes of aqidah, alhamdulillah, more than once. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said also in the Quran, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ وَالْضَّمِيرِ يَعُولَ عَلَى الْقَرْآنِ إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ ليلة القدر خير من الف شهر تنزل الملائكة والروح فيها بإذن ربهم من كل أمر سلام هي حتى مطلع الحجر There is a whole chapter in the Quran is called Surah Al-Qadr The translation, the meanings in English to that Surah Verily we have sent it, meaning the Quran, down in the night of Al-Qadr, the decree And what will make you know what the night of the Qadr is? The night of Al Qadr is better than a thousand months. One night is better than thousand months. Of course, uh, some of the ulama they mentioned they converted. When you convert that thousand months, according to the calculation of 12 months a year, they give you some 83 years. Therein descend the angels and the roh, Jibreel السلام, by Allah's permission, with all decrees, peace all that night. There is peace and goodness from Allah to his believing slaves until the appearance of dawn. Allah Akbar. May Allah make us those people who witness Laylatul Qadr. Shaykh al Al-Ali says, the word qadr means honor and respect. Like qadr. And linguistically, it means honor and respect. They said, Hada da qadr. This person has qadr. Meaning he has some honor. Okay? And respect. It also means determined and predestined, also from the qadr. Okay? And that is because this knight is honorable and great. Okay? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala determines in this night what will happen in that year and the thing that he subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow to occur according to his wisdom, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah does things by wisdom. Allah's statement in this verse, the night of honor is better than a thousand months. This night of Qadr. This night of Qadr is better than a thousand months. What does it mean? Shaykh Radhimina said it means it is better this one night make no mistake it's going to come and it's going to go fast but what we going to do in that night hmm? important for us to take advantage of it it means it is better than a thousand months in what in virtue, in honor and, and the abundant reward that we get for our deeds Allah this is the reason why the one who stands in prayer in this night, seeking Allah's pleasure and reward, will have his previous sins forgiven. Allah look at this great reward. Have the sins forgiven. The statements of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Shaykh is explaining these statements. Now he's breaking down, giving us the tafsir uh, of, uh, of this surah. He says, as for the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he says, Malaika, The angels descend. He says the angels are slaves from the slaves of Allah. The angels, mukramun. This is something we need to know about the angels. They are slaves of Allah. They worship Him day and night. They don't disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unlike the human being, you find from the human being, worship Allah, and then with that, disobey Allah on the light. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described the angels in Surah Al-Anbiya, the two verses 19 and 20, وَمَنْ عِنْدَهُ يَعْنِ الْمَلَائِكَةِ لَا يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنْ عِبَادَتِهِ وَلَا يَسْتَحْسِرُونَ يُسَدْبِحُونَ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارَ لَا يَفْتُرُونَ As so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described the angels. And those who are near him, Meaning the angels are not too proud to worship Him. SubhanAllah. Are not too proud to worship Him. Nor are they weary of His worship. They don't get tired of worship and get bored and weary of worshiping Allah. No, never. They glorify His praises night and day. And they never slacken to do so. Never. SubhanAllah. Allahu Akbar. These are the angels. They descend to the earth with good. Okay, by Allah's will, they descend to the earth with what? With good, with mercy, and blessings in the night of Allah, in this night of Qadr. As for the Ruh, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the angel descend, likewise a Ruh. What is the Ruh? Is Jibreel alayhi salam. The great angel, Jibreel alayhi salam. He is mentioned separately because of his rank and amen. He is an angel. But why is he mentioned? Because he is an angel and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the angel descend, And he is an angel and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned him because of his rank. Aina. It's not like, oh, the angel descend and Jibril oh, well, he didn't mention with the angel, so he's not an angel. No, he is an angel. But why is he mentioned separately? Because of his rank and honor. This night is peaceful. Sheikh says, referring to the night of, of power, of decree. It is peaceful for the believers, from all fear, because of the large number of people who will be freed from the hellfire in that night, and be granted salvation from it. May Allah make us any from the May Allah make us any from the Al سلام هي حتى مطلع peaceful it is peaceful till the rising of the dawn. sheikh رضي said it means the night of the Greek ends with with the rising of the the That's the the of it. Because the night because the night worship ends with the rising of the dawn. In the he mentions some virtues and benefits, he says in this noble chapter which is uh, Surah Al-Qadr there are a number of virtues for the night of honor, this no- night of power and honor and the night of decree. The first of these virtues, Shaykh al al says in this night Allah the Most High revealed the Qur'an, so if somebody tell you why is so important this night? It's only one night, why can't it be just like any other night? If somebody says, oh, listen, Aghi, you guys, uh, okay, uh, I already did my ten nights. The first ten nights actually I stayed all night in Ibadah and Salat, so any ten nights of Ramadan they will do, right? It's not about the number, it's about uh, the right ones. And the adilla." from the Qur'an, from the Sunnah, they met, they talk about the last 10 days, last 10 nights, Nah. So if a person may ask, what's special about this night? Why can't you just choose any night? All the nights are the same. It's not like this night is longer or something. Why can't we just like choose any night in Sha'ban, Shawwal, Al-Qirda, Muharram? Why? Why especially has to be in the last 10 nights of Ramadan? What's so important about it? Tell them look, this house is so important about it. because for one, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the Most High revealed the Quran, in it, which is a source of guidance. The Quran is a source of guidance for humanity, and a means for them to obtain happiness in this world and the hereafter. Now, there is no way for happiness and joy and stability in this life, and yet the great reward and happiness in the hereafter without holding firm to the book of Allah. Now the second of the virtues the question in his statement, what will make you the statement of Allah he said what will make you know what the night of honor is, the night of decree is this indicates the greatness of this night and its loftiness. Naam is a lofty night and it's a great night. The third virtue it is better than a thousand months. Not better than two month, two months, or three nights. Okay? Or twelve months. No, a thousand months subhanallah. And we all know. When we say that one night is better than a thousand months, it's amazing. You know, if you if you work hard one night, they say there is this this uh convention or whatever, people come from all over and one night you can make the money huh, better than a thousand months. Regular business. What a person would do that night. Huh? Yeah, see, I'm talking about it. he's gonna prepare for it, right wrong. In one night, this person is a merchant. And he goes and works, mashallah, for a thousand months, huh? And he's making some money. But it is one night for whatever reason. There's a lot of people, everybody's happy, Allahu Alam. Okay? And then he will make more in one single night than he will make in a thousand, not thousand nights, thousand months. That person may not even live to be a thousand months. That's like 83 years. So what would the person would do? Hmm? Will go to sleep that night? Huh? Or he was just like, okay, he's going to stay up, but he's not even prepared. He has no product, no nothing, what to do, what to say, what, where to go. Now, ain't the person is going to prepare himself. And also, he's going to prepare everybody in his family. Very wrong. If he's going to make a million dollars that night, or his wife, she has to make another million. His children, he has five or six or seven or more or less. Everybody make a million, Right? So now they end up making all oh, what they, a lot of money. Well SubhanAllah when it comes to the good deeds, you can't buy one good deed with money in Yom Al Qiyamah because a person won't even take his money with him in Yama Al Qiyamah anyway. Have you ever seen someone when he died and rich person when they put him in a grave and there was a U-Haul tracks following his funeral processions with all of his money and jewelry and cars and they buried everything with him? Except for the pharaohs and stuff. They buried some jewelries with them. It's not going to help them. But we know, as Muslims, we know that a person, when he dies, nothing will help him. I know. Except his deeds. The deeds. As the Prophet ﷺ, says, يتبع thalatha Every person who dies, three things follow him to the grave. When they take him to bury that person, three things. ماله وأهله وعمله his wealth if he has any wealth his family and his deeds. Prophet he says once they bury that person put him in, a, in in the grave two leave and one stays. which one stays؟ عمل huh? money. Oh, عمل money, I am like. The amal, ahsant his deeds, that's what stays. As for the family and have you even seen a man died, his wife said, wait a minute before you put the dirt, she want to dive in there? <laughs> <No way. laughs> he knows. No way. Have you seen that? A man take his mother, father, yes, they cry, mashallah. Of course, you lose your mother, mashallah, you cry, you feeling it. But do you go down with them? They said, wait a minute before you put the dirt. Okay, I'm going to go with my mother. It's not even permissible. Even if a person wants to do it, it's not permissible. All right? But what stays, something stays. And the same thing, the, the money and the wealth, because they drive their cars and stuff, okay? They, they <coughs> bury that thing with him? No, that stuff goes back. What stays with that person in that dark place? Dirt. Do they put the sofa for him in the grave? No. This person now in the dunya, he's sitting on the sofa, I don't know. Huh? Do they put a fridge with him? Do they put a fridge with him, huh? and put some juice in there? No. Even if they do so, is it going to benefit him? No. Do they put uh, his nice jacket and shoes? Huh? No. Do, do they put? Uh, uh, huh? Now we're talking about Muslims here. that's what the Christians do. Allah, Mustaam. Talking about the Muslims. Do they put a light in there? No. Huh? Flashlight. Nothing. Even if they put the light in there, nothing will do for that person. What stays with that person? His deeds, good or bad. If the deeds are good, that person was righteous in his life. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will put a light in his grave. His life, his grave will be so spacious, and he got furnitures from the Jannah. He has clothing from the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. His grave will become a garden from the gardens of the Jannah. But if the person was, was wicked and wretched mm-hmm. and all this, Allah understands. Now, so, <clears throat> we mentioned the fourth virtue, right? We did? We repeated. The fourth virtue, the angels descend in that night only, descending with good, blessings and mercy. Now, the fifth virtue, Shri he says, about this night, why it's so special? He says, it is peaceful because of the salvation many people will have from the punishment due to their obedience to Allah. The sixth virtue, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent down a chapter regarding its virtues which will be recited until the Day of Judgment. Surah Al-Qadr. From among the virtues of the Night of Honor, this Night of Qadr, is the Hadith which is narrated by Abu Hurairah who said that the Prophet said, whosoever stands the night of power, of decree in prayer, with faith and hope, will have his previous sins forgiven. Allahu. Sins. <laughs> <laughs> Shaykh wa says the meanings of the statement of the Prophet with faith and hope is having faith in Allah and the reward which Allah SWT has prepared for the believers who stand during the night and pray. You don't just stand up because somebody tell you to stand up. Now you need to stand up. Even if nobody remind you, you said, mother, rem- please make sure you wake me up, okay? This is the night of Qadr. I want to be, be from those people that get the good. You don't just wake up because your mother yell at you, get up. Nah. Now you want to get up. You got to remind your mother, you remind your father says, Father, Mother, please, this is 10 days, it's the only thing, we can sleep all, we have long nights of the winter coming, okay? We can catch up on our sleep, it's not going to kill us, it's not going to hurt us if we stay these 10 nights, okay? Not even most of them, but not all the nights if you can, not but most of it at least. What you do, you don't get on the internet and watch this and that and games, no. You remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you pray and read Qur'an and you still fall, and the life. No. Nah. So he said, that's what you mean. Seeking the, the reward. You believe in that this is what Allah has decreed for us and Allah decreed only for us that which is good for us. And also seeking the great reward that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for these people. The reward is obtained by the one who knows that it is the night of Qadr and the one who does not know. Because the Prophet ﷺ did not make that as a condition for obtaining the reward. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. You get up, you pray, you get the reward, alhamdulillah. Okay? Even though you don't know which, because it's going to come later on, because you don't know which night it is, okay? Sheikh Rajmini says the night of honor is, the, is in the month of Ramadan, because it is in, the, in this month that Allah revealed the Quran. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Qur'an, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ Verily we have indeed revealed it, I meaning the Qur'an, in in the night of Qadr. Also in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, شَهْرُ رَمَدَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ The month of Ramadan in which the Qur'an was revealed. Shaykhul al رحمه الله, wa said, With these two proofs, it is clearly determined that the night of decree is in the month of Ramadan. Okay, is in the month of Ramadan. It existed in the previous nations, just as it exists in ours too. That's a benefit from Shaykh Radhimeen. And it will continue to exist till the day of judgment. The proof for this is the narration of Abu Dhar, who said that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, (coughs) or who actually Abu Dhar said to, I'm taking that back, Abu Dhar said to the Prophet ﷺ, okay, he's addressing the Prophet ﷺ, he said, O Messenger of Allah, tell me about the night of Qadr. Is it in the month of Ramadan or in other months? So the Prophet ﷺ responded saying, rather it is in the month of Ramadan. He said, does it remain with the prophets till they pass away or it will remain with us till the Day of Judgment? See, Abu Dhar, he's like, is this Laylat al-Qadr? Is only with the Prophet? As long as the prophet is alive, Laylat al-Qadr stays. If the prophet dies, no more Laylat al-Qadr. Or will it continue until uh, the day of judgment? Good questions from the noble companions. So the Prophet wa sallam, said, "Rather it will remain till the day of judgment." Now, Sheikh he said, "However, the virtues of this month are." exclusive to this nation, the nation of Muhammad wasallam, and Allah knows best, just as this Ummah is gifted the virtue of Friday and some other virtues, and all praise belongs to Allah. Sheikh Huwad said, also the night of decree is, the, is in the last 10 days of Ramadan, so it is in Ramadan, so it's not in any other months, nobody can tell you now it's in Sha'ban. Isn't it? no? It's in Ramadan, Laylat qadr But we're in Ramadan, in the last ten n- nights and days of Ramadan. Okay, as the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, because we're people of Sunnah, we follow the Sunnah. I know we don't just talk. The ulama of Sunnah they don't just say things because based on, oh, this is what our country is upon, what my family is upon, my village is upon, the big sheikh is upon. No, before they say things about. What Allah has legislated, they bring you the adilla from Quran and Sunnah. And that would distinguish the da'wah salafiyah da'wah of Ahlul Sunnah from the da'awat al-ukhra. Da'wah salafiyya is based on knowledge. Qala Allah, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And because why? Because this is the deen of Allah. Min al Salah. Islam is from Allah, it's not from this country or the other. So for anyone to say, oh, this is from the deen, or this is not from the deen, we're going to make dua this way, You pray this way, You fast this way, oh, Laylatul Qadr is in this month or the other, or we're going to celebrate this way, You do this, we're going to say, aynalaka Where do you get all this from? A lot of information, Allah. But where? He didn't mention one ayah, he didn't mention one hadith. Remember, since we started in this class, alhamdulillah, two weeks ago, Shaykh al constantly can still bring in ayat and a hadith, and he's not the only one. This is the, the, the way of the ulama of Ahlul sunnah or jamaah who follow the way of the the way of the Sahaba, they speak with knowledge from the Quran, from the Sunnah. Okay, because the Prophet, why is Laylat Al-Qadr is in the last 10 nights or days of Ramadan? Because of the statement of the Prophet, this hadith is collected by Imam Al-Bukhari, Imam Muslim, Allah also, the ulama, when they bring you a hadith, they bring you sound a sound hadith, not like Ahlul Bida. They bring you hadith, but when you go search the hadith, you find it's a fabricated hadith. It's a lie. People lie on the Prophet. Now, the ulama of Ahlul Sunnah, before they bring any point, they want to make sure that there is a dalil. Of course, the Quran is all sound. You don't have to say, well, let me see if this ayah is sound. No, Alhamdulillah, Allah preserved the Quran and preserved the Sunnah. Nam as well. So the ulama they bring you the ahadith of assam From this, from the ahadith is this one: the Prophet sallallahu says, Taharraw Laylat al-Qadr fi al-Ashr al Ramadan." Search for the night of Qadr in the last ten days of Ramadan. So this is what the Prophet sallallahu says. Can someone tell us? No, it's okay. The first ten days is okay too, huh? No. We say, Yaхи, we are commanded to adhere to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu and we, it is not permissible for any Muslim who wants good for himself or for herself to follow the statement of this Shaykh or this Shaykh or this man or this Imam or this person if he contradict who? The Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. We, it's not permissible for any Muslim to forsake the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ for the statement of any person. And that's what the great Imams said, all of them, they said that. Ayna, Abu, Abu Hanifa, Malik, Shafi'i, Ahmad, and many before them. A-imma. These are the only ai of the deen. There are great A'imma before them, the Sahaba, Allahi, عليهم, the Tabi'een, and many great ai The ai these four Imams, you find in their works, in their books, they all says, like Abu Hanifa for example, Rahimahullah, he says, it is not permissible for anyone to use my statements if he doesn't know where I get them from. Allah Akbar. And they says also, تعالى, he says also, Imam Malik, he says, Every person's statement is to be taken or rejected except for the statement of the Prophet, sallallahu Also, the Prophet, وسلم, he mentioned in another hadith, that's collected by Imam al-Bukhari, Ramadan. search for the night, of the creed during the odd nights of the last ten days of Ramadan. So Sheikh Muhammad says, based on these two hadiths, the first hadith he, he tells us and teach us that Laylat al-Qadr in the last ten days and nights of Ramadan, last ten nights of Ramadan, okay. And this hadith it is most likely to be in the odd nights rather than the even nights because of this statement of the Prophet sallallahu it is also most likely to be in the last 7 days okay which they are still in the last 10 nights because of the narration of abdullah ibn umar radiyallahu anhu and that the companions of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam saw the night of qadr in a dream in the last seven so the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam i see you have agreed yani agreed in the last seven so whoever is searching Abdullah ibn Umar, this great companion, one of the youth amongst the Sahaba in the time of the Prophet ﷺ, he says, a group of men from the companions of the Prophet ﷺ saw the night of Qadr in their dreams in the last seven nights. In the last seven nights. So the Prophet وسلم, said to them, I can see that your dreams confirm one another that it is in the last seven. Therefore, whoever is searching for it, should do so in the last seven nights. It's reported by Imam Bukhari, Imam Muslim. Now I want to draw your attention to one thing here. Now here, you have borrowed dreams. Who have these dreams? Huh? Sahaba. The best of the people, right? And who confirmed their dreams? Prophet. So can the Sufis use this? Hadith? Because the Sufis, they use the dreams. Like their uh, Sheikh or whatever. He has a dream, he's like, oh, so a dream, let's do it. And then he said, look, Sahaba, they saw a dream, was oh, no problem. Yeah, you're not from the Sahaba, because those are the Sahaba, <coughs> the companions, <them, coughs> and their dreams, they were confirmed by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That's a big difference. So don't let them yeah, fool you with, they may tell you, hey, you guys believe in Bukhari Muslim? Here, here is the Hajj in Bukhari Muslim, mm. about dreams. Now these are the dreams of the companions that were confirmed by the best of mankind, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. None of you is a companion, and and your dreams were they confirmed with the Prophet? SubhanAllah. (laughs) Shah Rathamini continued by saying, It is also narrated that the Prophet seek the night said, seek the night of honor during the last ten days. And if one of you becomes weak or is unable, then he should not miss the last seven. Recorded by Imam Muslim in Sahih. Yeah. So you do the whole 10 nights. But if you can't, for whatever reason, do the last seven. Okay, <coughs> be serious about the last seven. From the Ad Nights, the night of decree is most likely to be in the 27th night now. So there is different views of the ulama. Is it in the 27th, 21st, 23rd, 25th, 29th, and the like? Based on ahadith, not based on what they want, just want to speak, based on narrations. Like from the odd nights, that the Laylat al-Qadr is most likely to be the 27th night. So when somebody comes and say, oh, Laylat al-Qadr is 27th, don't say, uh, no, it can't be. Don't speak with no knowledge. Hmm. Nah, nah, nah. Don't speak with no knowledge. Because there is a hadith. It is supported by the narration of Ubayy ibn Ka'b, who said, and not only he said, he swear by Allah. This is a companion swearing by Allah. He said, by Allah, I know in which night is the night of Qadr. It is the night in which the Prophet ﷺ commanded us to stand in prayer. It is the 27th night. Once again, this hadith is called Imam Muslim. Shaykh Malat-Amin, he says, the night of Qadr is not exclusive to one specific night every year. And now he's going to give the... the the soundest opinion because there is different opinions like Imam ibn Hazar he mentioned many over 40 opinions from the ulama based on the adilla, not based on what they think is right. Based on the adilla and how what they extract from those sound narrations. Rather Shaykh says the night of honor and decree is not exclusive to one specific night every year. Rather, it moves from one day to another. For example, if it is the twenty-seventh night in this year, it may be in the twenty-fifth night the following year, based on Allah's will and His wisdom. And this is supported by the Prophet's statement, sallallahu When he says, fi tabqa fi sabi'atin tabqa fi the Prophet وسلم, he said, "Seek the night of the Greek in the last ninth, or the last seventh, or the last fifth. Now. And this was, once again, this hadith is collected by Imam Al-Bukhari, Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani, a great uh, alim and shaykh from the ulama of Ahl-Sunnah al-Jama'ah, in his great book, Fath al-Bari, which is the explanation and his comment and explanation of Sahih al-Bukhari, he says, the closest opinion to the truth, and after him bringing many opinions of the ulama of Ahl-Sunnah, he says, the closest opinion to the truth is that it is, meaning the al Qadr, in the Admites, of the last 10, and that, is, and, and that it moves from one ad to another. So, meaning it is in the light of the 21st, 23rd, 25th, 27th, 29th. And Allah has hidden the knowledge of this night from the slaves as a mercy for them, in order that they will increase in their deeds pursuing uh, this night striving with prayer, remembrance of Allah, and supplication. And this is a means of them gaining nearness to their Lord and an increased reward. So if it's only one night, ah, people stay up on that one night. But if they don't know which one, now they revive the whole ten. Alhamdulillah, they get a lot of good deeds from Allah. Likewise, Allah hid it as a trial and a test for slaves also in order to distinguish between the one who is serious and in seeking it Eager to acquire it and the one who is lazy and neglectful of it. This is because the one who is eager to obtain something will be serious in seeking it and he will overlook and he that person or she will overlook the trials and the hardship and bear the hardship in the way. So if this night and the great reward that in it is we really we need it, is ten nights too much? It's not too much. People walk more than that. If there is some dunya or some, they tell them, look, there is a mountain, there is gold in it. But, okay, you're gonna, no planes go there, no trains, no cars, no animals. You have to walk for a month to get to the peak of that mountain. What do people do? They will. Many people, because of that, oh, there is gold in there, there is opportunity in there. But there is now a great opportunity for the Muslims. The, the 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 sins are forgiven, uh, the great reward. So ten nights should not be a big deal. Now and we like to sleep; we want to get some rest. But we have a whole year. Now, Shaykh al says perhaps Allah Subhanahu wa Taala may expose the knowledge of the night of decree to some people by allowing them to see some of the signs which the Prophet saw. Prophet saw himself in a dream, prostrating in water and mud. In that night it rained, and he prostrated while praying Fajr in water and mud. And then the Sheikh, he gave an, an, an advice. He says, "Oh my brothers, in the night of honor, the, the doors are opened. The beloved ones are grown near. The, their call is heard. Meaning the supplications are heard by Allah accepted and accepted Allah, from Allah SWT. And the laborers of this night receive great reward, those who work righteousness and the good deeds. Be aware, Ya Abdullah, that you may be in those last ten nights standing up, you didn't get no, no sleep, and, 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 and yet you, you get caught up doing something else. Don't let nobody fool you all, let's get together in my house, start talking about politics or sports. Or, or backbiting, or gossip, or participating in some celebrations as people who don't know their deen religion, they may get together and start chanting and dancing. And so and they think that's how they get closer to Allah. لا. you follow the Sunnah of the Prophet you revive it. If you can make atikaf in a masjid, that's good. If you're not around the masjid, the atikaf is done and performed in. in your house stay away from any means or things that may distract you and focus read quran you get tired stand up and pray two rakat, four rakat. you get tired go make wudu again and then come back and read quran again you get tired switch to istighfar remembrance of allah and this you can spend your night or most of it upon ibadah not upon with certain people who just want to talk about politics, what's happening there, what's happening there and who's on it, who's not <laughs> do what's good for you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala istighfar, ask Allah for forgiveness and the like the Shaykh Al-Tamir said the night of Qadr is better than a thousand months therefore strive hard in seeking it for verily this is the time to seek it and beware of negligence for verily negligence is perdition. Is Negligence doesn't bring no good. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us and aid us. Because we can talk, we can give reminders, but when it comes to our practice, we still ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to win that battle and that fight against our desires and our nafs. Because alhamdulillah, we know what we're supposed to do, but now when we go home after taraweeh, what do we do? Huh? What do we do? The computer is right in front of you a smartphone is in your pocket. Some people have even two, three of them. Huh? So what are you going to do now? Now, right before Tarawih, somebody already sends you text message. Oh, come over, man. We got some food. Okay. Go for the food. Alhamdulillah. It's okay. Honor that invitation. But hey, eat in, in 20 minutes and half an hour and remind the brother says, Alhamdulillah. Now, please allow me to go back home and you two do the same. This is the Ten nights, this is unlike any nights. Don't just go and, and for, uh, for some tea and, and cookies, you're going to spend the whole night drinking tea? That may even get you sick. You're going to drink the whole night drinking tea? Nah. Not alone those people, they're going to go to some coffee shop, huh? some coffee shops, in, especially in some Muslim countries. Coffee shops stay up all night. And they're just going to go there, and those coffee shops, they have big screen TVs that display soccer, display basketball, baseball, name it, Politics, Jazeera, this, that. And these people, they just go there and sip on a coffee, huh? it's cold, two, three hours old, and they just sit there, wasting time. Nah. Beware of those places. And if you go past by those places, warn the people, tell them, this is the last ten nights. You watching this game ain't gonna help you. Go home, go home, please. Rather, you can even advise those coffee shops, the owners to them. Why don't you shut this TV? Akhi? Subhanallah. You okay, turn it off, man. All right, plug the, pull the plug. Send these people home to go and read Quran, to spend quality time with their families, to read uh, the book of Allah and. Mutting in a Sunday all night talking and while them are sitting there they may get in the nerve of one another talk to one another inshallah هذا وصلى الله وسلم على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم على دستين